0: and we back in this thing like we left something. Welcome back to this week's episode of I Got a Story to Tell. Thank y'all for joining me again this week for another story. I appreciate y'all for riding with me and continuing to ride with me through these stories about my life. Y'all know how we do before we get started. I always got to give someone their flowers. This week's flowers... I love you TT, I love you, let's go y'all. takes place in the year 1988 that's 1988 I'm 10 years old it's the summer of 88 and soon to be going back to school at the time I'm living in the fair apartments with my mother my sister and my brother and around this time I was a huge 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 baseball fan baseball fanatic and To the point, like, I was big in collecting baseball cards. would watch baseball. Um, One of the best days of the year for me as a kid growing up in Cincinnati was the day of the All-Star Game. You know, the middle of the summer. um, And being a kid from Cincinnati, we had the Cincinnati Reds, and they were a National League team. So we only got to watch National League games. The only time we got to see American League games were during the game of the week on Saturday. Now, my favorite player at the time, Or my favorite player of all time, I should say. In baseball was Don Mattingly. First baseman for the uh, New York Yankees. That's what made me a Yankee fan as a kid. I was a Don Mattingly fan. My other favorite player was Barry Larkin. Shortstop for the Reds. Two of the greatest gifts I've ever received in my life. My brother, when I was... I want to say I was 15. My brother got me an autographed Barry Larkin baseball And one of the other greatest gifts I've ever received, my friend Corey got me a Don Mattingly rookie card. So I was big into baseball and a lot of my friends were too. Even though we was living in the hood, baseball was a big deal to us. And so during the summertime and sometimes in the fall, we would go outside on the basketball court and play baseball. Home plate was a garbage can lid first base was the clothesline pole second base was the opposite basketball pole and third base was this big rock that was in the ground and so we get out there and we play a lot um so one day we're chilling and my boy duck comes to me he like hey him and my boy kp kevin price what up kp they come, they like, hey, you want to play baseball? I'm like, yeah. So we round up a bunch of our friends like we normally do and go on the basketball court to play baseball. Now, it was always dope when no older kids were out there playing basketball because they gave us the courts ourselves. So we get out there, it's a bunch of us. One of the people that is out there is a dude named Tweety. Now, let me describe Tweety. Tweety, I believe, was a little bit on the spectrum, right? Um, he has some some... Maybe some learning disabilities, you know, some other things going on too. But he was, he was an athlete. He was, he was pretty decent athlete. And if I was 10, he was 12, I believe. And the nigga had a head the size of a Lincoln, right? Of a Lincoln town car. He had hands the size of refrigerator doors and was strong, like on some strong, swole shit at 12, right? And he talked real weird. Like, he'd be like hey, Mike, what's going on? Like on some Grover cookie monster shit, right? And so his home life was, it was like some odd things going on at his home too. Not odd things, but like just how the setup was at the crib. So he had his mom and dad there. And he had an older brother named Skippy. Skippy um, was deaf, but Skip was a hell of an athlete. Skip would come outside in some straight leg, iron, blue jeans and hit you for a quick 15-20 piece on the hoop court. Skip would play baseball. He gon' he smash the ball like he knocking that shit down damn near the Opie's crib, right? He was a hell of an athlete. And of course, in true nigga fashion, when you live in the hood, if you have any type of disability or ailment or anything, you know niggas, they gon' joke and make fun. So they would joke about him being deaf. And they would like make noise and like befoo befoo like mess with him. But it was all love. They loved Skippy. Everybody loved Skip. He was a hell of a student too. And but nobody from outside our hood like you couldn't fuck with Skip though. Like niggas would beat your ass, right? So it was all love. He also had Tweety also had two younger siblings who were twins. Named Tutu and Tierra and they, they had some things going on too. Like some, dis, like some, maybe like some, some disabilities, some like learning disability type things going on too. So that was their crib. Well, anyway, we all out there and we're playing baseball. Now in the hood, everybody didn't have a, a baseball glove, but majority of people did because you had people who played for either, you know, some of the little league baseball teams, you either played for the Fay Eagles, like I did. You had cats that played for OIC Stars. You had cats that played for like uh, Good Luck um, Friars Club. Like you had different teams, so you'd have majority of cats would have gloves. Well, anyway, Tweety was the only one that was a lefty, so his glove went on his right hand because his left hand was his dominant hand he would throw with, right? So anytime we would switch, like the people when your team is not in batting and you go play the field, we would just switch gloves. But nobody could ever use Tweety's glove because he had, like I said, a big ass right hand glove, right? So anyway, we out there we're having a great time. We playing baseball. It is fantastic. And when we play, we usually play with either a tennis ball or like a rubber coated like rubber ball, because we want to play with a hard ball and break nobody's windows and shit, right? So we out there one day and we are having a ball. Playing, laughing, running around. It is what it is. Baseball is fun. All of a sudden, some older cats came. And they like, hey, little niggas, get off the court. We about to hoop. We like, what? We was here first. Man, just get off the court. Now, all we really had to do was go down the street, go to another field. We could have played somewhere else. But me, I'm like, man, fuck that. I'm dug in. I'm 10 years old. I'm dug in. Hey, like, Man, we ain't going nowhere. I'm the loudest one. Now, a couple of my other friends, they like, all right, man, come on, man, let's let's just go. I'm like, nah, we was here first. So we back and forth. Me, I'm, nah, we ain't leaving, we ain't leaving, we ain't going nowhere. They getting mad. Hey, little Kevin, get off, man, get off the hoop court. They calling me little Kevin. So I'm like, man, hell no. Man, get your ass off the court. So now Tweety takes it upon himself this is how I'm going to get the guys to like me because of course he wanted to be accepted. Now the guys who were like my brother's age and older, who were the athletes, you know, uh, rank ish treads, you know, all these guys, they, they was athletes and they were good and all that shit. And Tweety wanted that. He wanted that acceptance. So this is his opportunity. So what does he do? This old Benedict Arnold, who was just playing with us, just playing baseball turns around like, yeah Mike get off the court I'm like nigga you was just playing with us what are you doing so I'm mad at him now my attention is on him like bitch you done switched so me and him start arguing so he's going extra hard because he's trying to get them to be like man yeah 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 tweet like I guess he feels like this is gonna be his way in that they're gonna be like oh he cool He got the nigga off the court but I'm not going nowhere like I'm standing, I'm standing pat on what I said. Nigga, I'm not getting off the court, period. Again, I'm 10. Tweety is a cut up schwole 12-year-old, right? I know if this shit gets physical, my ass is as good as whooped, right? But I still ain't going. Um, no, 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 nigga, I'm not leaving. I was here first. So Tweety, he he's dug in too. He has his point to prove. I got to get these guys to accept me. So he's going to go extra hard. Now, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, hmm, if he grabs me, it's a wrap. If he punches me, it's a wrap. So I'm thinking, damn, don't let him punch you. Don't let him grab you. Because if he grabs me, he's probably going to slam me. So I'm like, shit. So he starts walking up on me. He's walking close to me. I said, get off the court. And me being a 10-year-old kid, I said, I'm not going nowhere. So we back and forth. Now he getting extra heated. Because it's like now the older cats are seeing him go back and forth with a 10-year-old kid. And he can't get this 10-year-old kid to do what he want him to do. So I'm like, man, fuck that. He gets ultra close to me. This dude punched me. How do I get up? What do I do to save, like save face in this situation? Cause I'm gonna be embarrassed. I know niggas gonna be like, ooh, all that extra shit, right? So he's getting closer and closer, and I'm backing up and I'm like, damn. I hope he don't punch me in my eye, or my nose, or my mouth, or my jaw, or none of that, right? So I'm staying back because I know if he grab me, he's going to belly to belly suplex me on this ground, right? So I'm backing up. I'm backing up. He was like, I said, get off the court. But I'm dug in. I'm dug in. Nigga, no, I'm not moving nowhere. Then I start thinking, oh, shit, who got the bat? Because we used to play with aluminum baseball bat. So I'm thinking, who got the bat? Because I'm going to have to get this motherfucker up off me. So I'm like, fuck it. And I had my glove in my hand. So I just throw my glove on the ground. Like, fuck, we're here now. We're here now. He said, get off the court and lunges and pushes the shit out of me. I fall. Boom. I'm like, oh, shit. And in true fashion, what do cats do? Oh, damn. He pushed the shit out of her. So they doing all that shit, right? So I'm embarrassed, but I have to think, how can I come back from this? How can I save my shit? Right? So I get up. I get up. And he had turned and kind of like start walking away from me. Man, I pushed him hard as shit. <gasps> Man, he turned around and just like started coming toward me. I'm like, oh, shit. My hands are at my side and they're balled up. Because I'm thinking, okay, he get close enough in range. I can throw two real quick. He ass, ass, Hit hitting two quick ones, right? Let him eat them two. Bop, bop. But he got on me too quick. And he lunged. Man, this dude pushed me in my chest so hard. I swear my shoulders touch. I fall on my ass first. Boom! And like, my body goes back and I scrape my elbow and I'm like, ah, man, that cement on that basketball court tore me up. I'm like, oh. So now he knows, like, I didn't really put this dude down. He turns and he's walking toward them and it's a whole bunch of ha-ha, he-he, I told him to get off the court. All that shit, right? Man, I'm like, man, fuck this. I pick up a rock. There's a rock sitting right next to my arm. I pick it up and I stand up. And I run up as fast as I can. And I got the rock in my hand. And I'm probably five feet from him. And I'm about to launch this thing in the back of his head. Because he's not looking at me. But something told me like, dude if you throw this and hit this boy in the head with this big ass rock, cause the rock is the size, I can't like hold, like I can't grip my hand around it. Like I can hold it in my hand and I'm barely getting my hand around it to keep it in my hand. So I'm like, if I hit this dude in the head, I'm gonna kill him. Now I gotta go to 2020, June 9 attention, over there at 2020 Auburn Avenue. Now I got a body. And all I had to do was get off the hoop court, right? So midway through, like I'm about to let it go. I decided to keep it in my hand and I hit him like with the rock, but I never threw it. It never left my hand. It was just boom. Like I was holding the rock back of the head. Boom. He woozy. Oh, he woozy. I said, oh shit. Uh oh. He turned around. Y'all know how Michael Jordan... I don't know if Michael Jordan got jaundice. You know, I ain't trying to put that on him. Say he got some type of liver disease. But y'all know Michael Jordan got yellow eyes, right? Tweety turned around and his shit passed yellow. Them shits was red, right? Like a bull. Like... I'm like, oh, shit. I done made this nigga mad as shit. I'm like, oh, he about to kick my ass. He walk up on me. I'm like, oh, shit. I'm backing up. I'm like, oh. So now I'm thinking... He get close, I'm, I'm just going to have to throw this rock because I still got the rock in my hand. I'm like, I'm just going to throw it and run. He walking toward me, he walking toward me, he walking toward me. He get close enough, I th- <laughs> I punked out. I was going to throw it at his face, but I threw it at his leg. So he had to like back up. And when I threw it, I took off running for the house. I'm like, oh, I got to go get my brother for this. So I walk in the house, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He like, what? I mean, Tweety trying to beat me up. Tweety trying to beat me up. He like, what? Man, my brother come out the crib. He walked to that basketball court. He don't ask no questions. This nigga get nose to nose with Tweety. He like, nigga, I will beat your motherfucking ass. Tweety like, but Kevin. Not Kevin with a V. He put a B in it. But Kevin. M- mikey wouldn't get off the court so my brother still having my back even though he know i'm wrong it's two left shoe my brother know he know i was on some bullshit right but he's still like i don't give a fuck what he did you touch my brother hey if you touch my brother i'm gonna beat your ass do you hear me tweeting but Kevin, i i i i, I was just trying to get him to get off the court my brother like i don't care what you was trying to do nigga you hear me Tweety like, oh, 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 okay, Kevin, oh, oh, okay. My brother, Mikey, get your ass in the house. Man, I walk in the house, my brother cuss me out. Why you back there starting shit? You know, yada, 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 yada. I'm like, oh, shit, niggas. But I knew, I learned a few things that day. A, my brother always gonna have my back, right? He don't care who it is. He gon' he gon' do what he do in public, but when we get in private, he's gonna cuss my ass out if I'm wrong. I learned that that day. I also learned that day. I, I ain't scared of a lot of shit. Like, when I'm dug in on some shit, I'm dug in. Like, eh. And we just gonna have it's gonna have to be what it's gonna be, and we'll figure it out later. I also learned niggas start saying shit like, man, leave that little nigga alone. He ain't gonna do nothing but go get his brother. And I learned that a few days later When you know uh, Somebody was talking shit We was <laughs> We was playing baseball again And the older cat was talking the little shit And I was like Man shut up And <laughs> He was like Man you ain't gonna do nothing but go get your brother I was like I ain't gonna go do shit But knowing, knowing deep, in, deep down inside I would That's all I was gonna do was get my brother But like I said that they taught me a few things that I never ever forget the main one being my brother got me I'm out